Tonight on this stage and around the room, you'll see some of our game's most memorable moments. They show what makes our sport so special, so raw, unpredictable and unfiltered. And as I can tell you well, you certainly can't script it. Fans can and they will debate the moments. They'll debate them fiercely. But what you can't debate is the music. The slow build of those early beats, the lyrics, the goosebumps. It's a great song for a great game. It's the most iconic soundtrack in sports history. It unites, it excites, and it inspires. It made football sexy, it made it real, and it made people fall in love with our game. The music, the message, and rugby league are still... It ain't no good getting low down when you're looking to get thrown in a can. Like driving 90 mile an hour, getting speeding tickets from the man. But I'm just mad about this girl, but she's gone and I'm mad at the world. I just laid a patch of rubber down the road about a quarter mile long. Because I'm all fired up, I'm all fired up and lonesome. All fired up? No, Fire Up's quite a stress season. We're in 2020. Damn, I'm one year behind. Are you feeling unwell right now? Very unwell, Chris. Mm. Very unwell. For a, a man of performance levels, very... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think I'm leaving this bunker for some time now, Stephen. I think no. I'm trapped here. Uh, listen, uh, listen, look, we are, we are broadcasting. This, this, if, you're listening, if you're listening to this now, uh, it could well be we, are, we don't exist anymore. That's right. If you're watching this video yeah. and hearing this audio, yeah. we may have uh, vaporised... As many are as a result of COVID-19. It came so quickly, this no without notice, uh, uh -huh. this warning about where we stand right now, Chris, which you explain in detail. I hadn't had a chance to buy the sardine cans. <laughs> I haven't got any stock soup, Campbell's, uh, and least of all, toilet paper, Chris. Yeah, well, you know. We are secluded in a bunker. We're lucky to get any air here. You can see from the vision there's no products on shelves behind us. No, nothing. Are you a Campbell's soup guy? Is that what you would do? No, I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. I like soup. I like. I think I trust canned food. I think if you can snap freeze something, for example, or you can put it straight into a can, I'm happy with it coming from a sauce to plate. I've had fresh pineapple. Yeah. And I've had canned pineapple. Yeah. There's no comparison. No compa beetroot. Oh, Chris, come on. You can't have beetroot naturally. It's going to come out of that can. So, uh, look, we just got the word from the NRL. What's the official statement, Chris? Do you can you? Do you well, at the time that we're recording this, Stephen, yeah. it's uh, there's an announcement from the NRL that's imminent. Mm. Peter Volandis has said that they're going to go to every means possible to keep rugby league going, even if it means playing in empty stadiums. He's a man of action. He is a man of action. There are rumours, of course, swirling around yeah. that maybe all sporting gatherings, and indeed gatherings of more than 500 people, yes. will have been cancelled by the yeah. time you hear this, Stephen. Yes. But we don't know that because we're secluded in this bunker and we can't get out. We're just taking orders, Chris. <laughs> we I are mean, just following as orders. As far as we know, Volandis could be a Trojan horse set up to destroy rugby league and keep racing going. And I tell you what, there's one thing that we do know. Mm. If you look at pecking order, there'll be politicians. Above that, there'll be the New South Wales Health Department and the senior medical officials. Yeah. But above that will be Peter Volandis. Yes, of course. And if Volandis says league and racing goes on and all other public gatherings are cancelled, yes. so be it. So be it. We'd be happy with that. But in the meanwhile, we have been forced into this bunker and uh, we are broadcasting as much as we can to help the people of Australia who love rugby league. The quiet Australians, do. The quiet ones. Those who don't have a voice. Those who don't follow AFL. Yes. Now, uh, I am just suggesting that with this shutdown of the... Well, not the game... Just the attendance to the game, correct, at this point? Well, at the time of recording, Stephen. I mean, it's very interesting because 
at the time of recording, the next game was due was the mm. Cowboys mm. opening up their beautiful Western Queensland Valentine Holmes, Stadium with Valentine Holmes. Yep. And won't Jonathan Thurston feature? There'll just be yeah. the lights will drop. Yeah. There'll be portentous music. Yeah. And actually arriving by helicopter. That's what I thought. Will be a massive yes. set of headgear. Yes. Right. To symbolise Jonathan Thurston, who then yeah. just walks as a single figure onto the park carrying a replica of the Summons Proven Trophy. And Chris, or is it the Proven I'm Summons feeling trophy? for the kiddies because I'm assuming right now there'll be no headgear or no boots thrown into the audience anymore. Isn't that, isn't that a loss? That is a major loss because we know that contact with high fives, uh, with fan selfies are banned anyway. Now they're going one step further. If Jonathan's got one showpiece, you can't throw it in the crowd. No boots. One kitty will go without this Christmas. <laughs> no boots. boots. And and we love Queenslanders, Stephen. We always have. We see the quiet. Have we? we think Angus Taylor, one of my favourites. <laughs> Barnaby Joyce. Who doesn't love them? <laughs> well, they'll both be involved in the opening ceremony at the stadium tonight, as right. indeed will uh, Bob Cattle have a key role. But Queenslanders are quite Australians. So they just want to get on with things. And as uh, Chris Gary from Channel 7 News has reported, bold call from Queensland government who decided tonight's game is not a risk to public safety. Fans here in Townsville really don't care about COVID-20. They just want to watch the footy. There yeah. have been plane loads arriving all yeah. day. Well, we can re-quote uh, Gordy. Yes. Yeah, the, the Raging Bull, right? What was it? You know, this climate week, coronavirus. Change last, week. last week it was climate change. COVID-20 this week. I Who cares? In, I live in Townsville. Yeah. There's been climate crisis up there for yeah. 40 years. Viruses since day dawn. I think viruses were here before we were, Chris. That's an interesting question. It's an evolutionary it? battle we're trying to win. What the hell? We so, started with amoeba, right? Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah. Uh, going back to my yeah. high school a little, science. A little, a little lightning bolt, you know, some sort of physical chemical reaction. <laughs> and so a single-celled creature. Is that an amoeba or a single-celled creature? I don't know. I mean, some people read a reference book called The Bible and they think it happens slightly differently. Right, okay. But, but, I, I, but I think that come amoeba, yeah. come virus, yeah, yeah. come bacteria. Yes, What's the difference between a virus and what's the other one that you always get? I've got, I haven't got a virus. I've got a fever or what, what's the other? Uh, cold bug? Yeah, well, I don't know. It's confusing. Technically speaking, a cold bug. Yeah. I'm not getting the information. Has your phone lit up with yeah. any health warnings yeah. yet? Uh, when there's a storm coming, yeah. I get, you know, New South Wales alert, ooh, ooh, you know, storm, whatever. I've had nothing on this COVID-20. No. I don't know what to do. No, no. That's why I'm stuck here with you. Yeah, exactly. And now our communication channels are shut down virtually, <laughs> right? Uh, once the internet goes, Chris, we're in trouble. But whilst we've got it, I want to say, what will the experience be like when you came to watch a game when you can't go to the stadium? So on Sunday night, West Tigers versus Dragons, our beloved teams, we can't go there anymore. Right. The gong is shut down. Right. Uh, I would suggest to you that, number one, there'll be a rush on TVs. Yes. Yep. I mean, this. I mean, they're saying it's bad for the economy, but if, if rugby league remains televised, mm -hmm. like people will want to go to the, the latest plasma yeah. Um, yeah. gizmo, yeah. ultra 4K HD, yeah. Yeah. COVID-20 style. Yes. There'll be COVID-20 style sales going on at JB Hi-Fi, <laughs> Harvey Norman. Because nobody wants to go to the shops, right? but they have to. Right. But what's the problem for Channel 9 and Fox? How do you cover an empty stadium? Yeah, yeah. So canned laughter. Right, yes. <laughs> canned cheers. Canned can noise. Yeah. Can Music, yeah. Chris. Yeah, no. Well, they had canned laughter on the Matty yeah. John show yeah, last yeah, yeah. night, and he was getting a better reaction yeah. than he normally does. Uh, and industrial but, light and magic to create cheerleaders, you know? <laughs> what they're, you they're, Fireworks. They're, they're, they're coming to Australia, by the way, uh, industrial light and magic. Is that cause, right? Because yeah. George Lucas says, when, CGI, I sold, Chris. when I sold this company to Disney, I definitely wanted to go into the Australian market. But what, the, didn't you tell me there was once um, a, there is a rugby league like horse racing, like it's a virtual horse race that you bet on it? I mean, what sort of fool would do that? <laughs> Whose idea was that? Peter Volandis, hello. I think it's an Xbox game, isn't it? With <laughs> yeah. Bossy doing the call. But uh, the first important thing that Nine and, and uh, Fox League have to do yeah. is how do you cover an empty 
stadium. stadium yeah. So they've gone back to the archives and they de-archived all the Roosters versus Gold Coast Titans Boom. game. And you'll see what rugby league looks like at an no empty people. stadium. Right? <laughs> and then you'll get the better camera angles. Yeah. So they're ready to go. Yeah. You're, you've signed up. You've signed up your Foxtel subscription. Yes, I have. You're settling down, except I think you'll probably... No, you will be actually able to watch this because it's after... No, it's during FBI's sold out, isn't it? The game. Every bloody Sunday, Chris, four o'clock. <laughs> Lucky FBI is quite Australia is not recording yeah. the same time as FBI but fire up. Yes, 94. but I can set the record button. You know that, Chris. Friday there morning, is technology for that. Nine twenty a.m. So you've set it up, <laughs> yeah. right? So you've got the replay. You're ready to go. Mm-hmm. But you're saying, had I had my druthers, mm. I would have been at Wynn Stadium, packed in. Yes, kind of with the St George Dragons, Illawarra faithful. You, you tell me, wa- you don't think the Dragons and the West Highlanders can draw a crowd? I don't think they can sell out Wynn Stadium in right, the current okay. environment. You right. know. But you want to, you'll go, the, the crown experience I would have had had I gone down the road to Wollongong, you want to replicate that. Yes, yes. How would you do that? You mean in your home or your bunker? In your home. Or your panic room? Or your, or panic your room. shed? Yeah. Or your loft? Shelter? Well, first of all, that's why you need the new TV. Yes. You need the cabling to sort of get it all up and running. Terrific. Uh, obviously, you can't get food unless you're stocked up. So there's going to be a boom in those poor buggers, the d- Deliveroo bike riders around the world, who are only trying to claim compensation for how come we have to go and deliver you food when you might be sick and what about us? Yeah, that's a huge but, risk, But we need them. Right, we need them. They're Menu sacrificial log, lambs. Uber eats the whole bunch. Sacrificial lambs, full stop. <laughs> they bring us away. They're going to have to expand their services, Chris, because right. not only can they, I know they can provide food and I'm assuming drink. Can they do grog? I don't know that they can do that. Yeah. I think there are some dedicated alcohol delivery services, Pretzels? Stephen. I, I'm, as you know, recovering, so I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want you're, to be You're tempted. not on the grog at the moment. Well, not, not you're, the moment. you call yourself a league man. <laughs> 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 Powered by grog, Chris. Uh, well, they're going to have to expand their services. Uh, not unlike the, the manly entrepreneur that had the escort agency as well. Yeah, right. You know, it's, whatever it takes to make a night at home work for up to 10 people only. It, it, you either go vertical or you go horizontal, <laughs> which we might talk about a bit later in rugby league about the benefits of going horizontal. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Are you not talking sexually, Chris? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. So you get into other markets and other channels, yes. other distributions. Yes, yes. And I think your deliveries, your menu logs, your Uber Eats, which are coming to the house anyway yeah. with food and said drink, maybe not alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else could they deliver? Well, I'm hoping that they might have, and the, the clubs may follow this, with club-themed masks, Chris. Yes. So you get your dragon mask. Well, we've done coffins. They're popular. Yeah. So this just preempts the course of action. That's you right. go your mask. If that doesn't work, you go into the coffin, right? But you need your, your, your club colours because it's going to sell. And date stamp it. Date stamp. COVID-20. That's right. Collector's item. That's if right. If you live through it. That's right. If you like one of those like end of the world sort of films, you go, look what I got. I survived. And there's 100 people going, woohoo. So like World War Z or something <laughs> yeah, like exactly. that. Because based on the numbers, there's not going to be many of us left. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but if you're able to say yeah. to your grandchildren or whatever you're yeah. looking forward to in the future, yeah. I survived COVID-20. I'm one of the select few. And you know what they're going to do? They'll have cockroaches because you paint your own colours. And <laughs> you can crawl around the floor. And they go, Granddad, that's not true. Show me some proof. And you produce the a mask. day stamp COVID-20 mask. mask. Oh, my God. On vintage clothing stores, if they're any left, we'll sell them for thousands of dollars, Chris. Thousands. But that doesn't seem enough. What else would you do? Hmm, not sure, Chris. Well, we're needing new employment. Yes, right. we are. So what you, I think what you could do and, mm. and say is you can bring in mm. a crowd. Yeah, up to 10. Maximum 10. Mm. And order your particular experience. Ah. So if you're sort of a you know, modern rugby league supporter and yeah, like, yeah. You know, concepts like no alcohol areas, mm-hmm. family hill, yeah, yeah. all that rubbish. Ah, yes, yes. That'd be a fairly sedate yes, crowd. Yes. But I think uh, Tim Gore, who's been on our Fire Up show, which is on FBI Radio yes, 94.5 yes. FM 920 yes. on Fridays, 
He wrote an article this week about the transition yeah. of the rugby league experience as reflected in the NRL ad. Yeah. And he said he used to watch rugby league at Seaford Oval in 1982. On a gravel hill. On a gravel hill with a bunch yeah. of pissheads. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yelling uh, at the referees. Obscenities. Yelling at uh, foul language. Foul language. Yeah. No uh, women or children. Unsportsmanlike. Yeah. Completely male dominated. Yep. You could order Seaford. 1982, yes. when you want to watch the Raiders. Hello, Dennis Carnahan. Yes. Now, of course, that all led to violence in the end, didn't it? Yes. And and by the end of the game, yeah. there's going to be a number of fights breaking out. But Your experiences, they tally? Un- unf- unforgettable experience. Yeah. I I mean, look, at the cricket ground, I remember hearing a noise like a, whoo, and then someone had thrown the bottle. And you don't have to go like this with your head, hands on your head. Right. And so the likes of Paul Kent, who've said that the NRL, would, NRL was a miserable... Who? So Paul yeah, Kent, you may have heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Miserable box ticking exercise. Where's he boxed up right now? If we're in this bunker, he's, where's he? He's in Artaman. He's stuck in the bunker he's there. Stuck in Artaman. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, and yeah. we got a coaxial cable going between the two, yeah. so we can simulcast with him going forward. Yeah. Right. What you'll be able to say is, for all those people who lament the way that rugby league was, yeah. where it was a sexist, violent, yeah. racist, abusive game. Chris, dare I say, I had a great time when I was a kid. I can't wait. I don't remember the bad stuff, but I'm sure it was there. Give me Leichhardt, 1977. (laughs) Okay. And now it's time for the latest instalment of The Life and Times of Gus Gould. I got barred from being on the field of my son's under-8s team because they kept winning and they figured it was because I was on the field. (laughs) Well, they thought it was. I wasn't doing anything. I was just making sure everyone got around. Yes. Yeah, they figured I was doing game plans and tactics. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't cool. I just wanted to make sure everyone got around. The opposition fans weren't happy about it at all. I probably had my mobile phone. I was texting during the game. I wasn't concentrating too much. And that was the latest instalment of the life and times of Gus Gould. Yeah, Gus was certainly fired up. But do you agree with him? Hey, Chris, Deliveroo just, just came back with some headphones. Oh, so Stephen, I tell we you just, what. We expanded the order. What a brave soul that was. Yeah. And uh, he's heading off now to uh, Western Queensland Stadium to support the Cowboys. Chris, I don't know. There's a very sad statement that I hear very often. Uh, I don't know if it's sad to you, but it, it suggests that perhaps there are more listeners out there that don't care about rugby league. I like Fire Up. I don't like rugby league. You, you've heard that one. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I don't like rugby league at all, but yeah, you is. Yeah, that's like right. So yeah. like, I, I don't really like love yeah. rugby league, but I love fire up. Yeah, some un- unfortunate news came to light, but there could be, well, too light. There could be light at the end of the tunnel with this one, Chris. It says uh, they call them rugby league novices, meaning they don't know or care for rugby league whatsoever, have discovered the secret to winning in their NRL. Now, of course, every punter out there goes, you beauty, you know, let's just get the app out and let's go. What, is, what, what, the, what What's going on here? He says, we've, okay, you know, we've got rule changes tweaks, etc. But rugby league, these, dare I say, data scientists or data analysts have Self- come up with some facts, some very interesting findings. Self- self-declared uh, rugby league, sorry, self-declared data nerds, Stephen. Yeah. Sydney firm Edge Red. Edge Red. Yeah. They entered the NRL data jam. And let me tell the you. The data jam. For all of us that were there at the data <laughs> yeah. jam. What a ride it was. What, a, what an incredible weekend that was. They didn't win though, Chris. It was a lost weekend, I can tell yeah, you that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah lost no, weekend. Yeah. No, they, they, they came second to Suncor, you know, that big financial institution, yes. which can't yeah. have anything but nefarious purposes in Ryan. Are they Queenslanders? Yes. Yeah, okay. and Is Angus quite, Taylor involved? Quite Australians. Bob Catter. <laughs> Bob Catter, yeah. And they came up with a play simulator. Oh, yes. Which to me is that they just ripped off the Xbox game. Right. You know, but... Uh, but are we ahead of that now? Are we talking about this virtual game now? In case the real game does come to a halt? So 
I mean, it's not a bad idea, is it? No, I mean, everyone's not. getting into NRL super coaches and drafts, yeah, 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 and they've got yeah, yeah. they've got a wealth of statistics. Yeah. So, like a producer, Pat yeah. is capturing the game statistics. So you just sort of say, Valentine Holmes, yeah. load in the data, yeah. hit go, and then his avatar, yeah. just watch the whole season. Bam! It's not bad. I can make my team win. <laughs> is that right? What you're saying? Well, you, you're going to be stuck here for another six if I months. I fiddle with the machine a bit. You're entitled to a bit of joy if you're stuck here for six months, right? Okay, so Edge Red, it says data scientists from Sydney came second in this, what was it called, a jam? The NRL data jam. Right, okay. They have come up with one great conclusion. If I could summate, sum, sum, summarize this, no matter how much go forward you have, which of course is the great thing in rugby league, you need lateral movement, side to side, to win. Excuse me. Yes, exactly. It's all about the go forward. I mean, it's, it's all a, about the go isn't forward. it? Uh, uh, impact meters and mm -hmm. meters gained mm -hmm. and all yep. that sort of stuff. And they've got the GPS, GPS trackers and how they found this data. Aren't we always told that if your half back or your dummy half doesn't run forward, if they run side to side, yeah, you hear that the crowd go yeah. forward, you go forward, you idiot, you idiot, what, what are you doing? doing? Take yeah. on the line. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not according to scientists, Chris. It says here, uh, uh, it's not just the cut out pass, the crossfield kick, or the Benji Marshall step. Early career, in brackets. <laughs> oh, come on. Now. That's <laughs> it's, harsh. It's across all facets of play on attack and defence. It says, teams that run more laterally also happen to be the teams with better win records, says Edgered co-founder Howard Goo. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Howard. And, and what's he backing this up with? Well, uh, well, especially in situations where the attacking team has a great opportunity to score a try, where the offensive team moves more side to side than the defensive team, they almost had a 300% greater probability of scoring on data, Chris. Okay. They assess the data. So what they're saying is that if a fast attacking player runs around a tight defender, they'll score a try. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting interested. You're yeah, getting me engaged on this. Well, the co-founder, Monica, forgive my uh, Chinese, Lai, yes. I think it is, uh, she says, said most of her team did not have much of an appreciation of rugby league, including I, herself. I, I find that... Like, Extraordinary. Most of the data scientists I know, Stephen, they're yeah. mad Manly fans. They love Manly for whatever reason because of their statistical concerns about their media. It's a Dez thing, right? Media result. Dez, yeah, mad, mad professor. Mad scientist, professor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting that these guys are Who uses a whiteboard? Yeah. They're not into rugby league. I would have thought data scientists would be all over yeah. it. I'm a huge data nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so and, when I and I'm single, how many, how many hard drives you got, Monica? You know, in your home. Uh, so when I heard about this, I just wanted to put my hands up, get my hands on the GPS data to do some analysis on location. So that got her excited. Okay, I, I've got a point I want to make yeah. here. This modern mania for information and stats and data and so forth. What about personal privacy, Stephen? Yes. Like the rugby league players are forced under their contracts Cambridge to strap on this talking here. It's evil, right? Facebook, like. One of the things of this COVID-20, there were constant press announcements about high-profile people like mm. Tom Hanks. Yes. And one would argue that there's a... a they tracked his movements. <laughs> but why does Hanks have to declare to the world yeah. that he's sick? Yeah. I mean, what happened to patient confidentiality? These doctors are just blabbing away. And didn't we all just sign up for, what was that, my record, my passport? My, oh, my, I, I, hello, I, my I, Medicare? I, I said no about a thousand times. <laughs> and I still have all my tax data on my gov right. or something. You but, see, crisis, rules change straight away. And would Israel Folau say that the coronavirus is tackling people or applying itself to people who deserve it? And, yeah. and, and would you say that Hanks is copying it for doing a Baz Luhrmann movie? <laughs> Well, if you ask Bert Oden, you know, I think his second favourite movie, not, is about... Uh, Moulin Rouge? <laughs> Moulin Rouge. Hello, yeah. And uh, Hanks is playing... It's an Elvis Colonel Tom Parker. an Elvis biopic. And you know what? There's nothing Hanks can't do. We know no, that. We no. know that. It's funny. I would have thought Hanks would play Elvis late period, you know, around Moody yeah. Blue and... That sort of came well, way down. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no. God love Elvis. Anyway, they've gone into hiding. They've got shut down. The whole movie shut down a couple of weeks. 
What isn't shut down, Chris? It's going to be hard to shut down a Lerman pick because we wouldn't, we wouldn't be low budget. He's a force it? of nature, that bloke yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No virus is going to stop Baz. Yeah, I, I reckon Baz would just create his own art, put a big bubble over yeah. wherever they are up on the totally. Gold Coast. At somebody else's expense, of course. Yeah, and get yeah, on with yeah, it. Yeah, the tax pay, taxpayers. <laughs> and get on with it. <laughs> okay, so just to reiterate that, it's not about how fast people run towards the goal line. It's the intricate movements from side to side. So well, this has got her juices flowing. I think sure. Monica's very excited about this now. Yes, intricate, rugby league, yeah. brutal ballet. Now, there's a few supporters here. Michael, Madge Maguire, who we love dearly. We do. We had yeah. breakfast with him this year. Former NRL player Mick Ennis, not a menace, is a menace. Mm, hard to know. Uh, it was awarded second place of the day behind a place. Okay, we got that, yeah. Andrew Grave, West Tigers high performance manager, says Edge Red's work was fantastic. We picked up Andrew Grave from the Sharks. He talked about getting off a sinking ship. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> Toxic environment, that one. Toxic We're not even talking bloody viruses here, right? To be honest, my understanding is the Shire is exempt from all the coronavirus stuff. Because, because they've been carrying it for years. That's right. Everything. The, the immunity yeah. levels. They've yeah. tested everyone in the Shire. It's like when you go to Springfield, they're, they're three-eyed fish in the that's, lake. That's right. No, what, what virus are they going to just brush off COVID-20. Like, give us something real over here. We're at the Shire. Come on. So it says here, it gives, it gives you the competitive edge. And, of course, the West Tigers now think they've got that edge over the Dragons on Sunday, right? Right. We'll uh, run around you. Our one goal, one goal was to communicate one thing about NRL to people who who don't know the sport. <gasps> Chris Gray agrees. A fresh perspective is often valuable. What they're saying, arguing now, is that those outside the goldfish bowl or the bubble of rugby league with no bias can actually assess this information clearly and get a better advantage than those that are in the bubble. Can I sort of try and summarise what you're saying? There? Yes. Is someone like Paul Kent says that the NRL ad is a miserable box ticking exercise. Miserable. Because people like Paul don't think outside the, the box. box no. Edge red. Thinking yeah. outside the box revolutionises rugby yeah, league. It's a money ball we've situation. Been, we've been forcing this bunker. Those guys don't get out of that bunker, do they? No, they, they don't. have been in that 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 fox buddy bunker for what? How many years now? Three, four. I was going to say. Well, that's true. I can and uh, Kent both live there. Yeah, you they do. Tell, they don't yeah. have cars. Maddie has there. a life. We know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Though I thought you were going to say the data scientists, are the sorts of people who probably. Yeah. Yeah. Bunker down for a couple of years. I mean, years what the hindy flesh? Look at the meltdown those guys have to go through when they go. They get, leave one bubble to go to another bubble. Yeah, yeah that's you know, right. On game day, you yeah. know. Now it says here, this is the greatest line, Chris. Lie says her enjoyment working with the data has almost made her a rugby league fan. <laughs> we see an opening here, Chris. Yeah, well, <laughs> you may not write rugby league too much, Monica, but you might love fire up. No, that's right. She says also she's adamant some of the game's charms are beyond the reach of data science for now. <laughs> no matter how mathematical analysis you throw at a problem, you can't 100% pinpoint what's going to happen. Oh, that's a sign that's giving up. I've ever heard one. I'll tell you what, Stephen, let's um, make the open call. We would love yep. to do a co-branded fire up and edge red goes to the footy. Ooh. That would be something. Two different takes, one with bias, one without. Can't wait. Okay. Are we not trying to something? No, we're doing... We're doing third segment. We're doing right. wondrous speed dating. Yep, yep. And at the end, we're going to give the last word to Jeff Tuvey, and Pat's going to play. At the end of two, right? And then, we, and then we go back to what, uh, music. What have you been doing? No, no, cocaine kiss. There's the third okay, segment. Yeah. Oh, in the it's middle two, of that. The two middle. Two oh, bits of that. Okay. So we we'll do yeah. speed dating to Tuvi into yeah. cocaine kiss update Sigiara. Yeah. And then last segment, uh, yeah. the world of music and what we were doing. Okay, I'll take your lead. And we're going well for time. It's only two thirty-five. Okay. Are we ready? Clap. Yeah. And Chris, welcome back. Well, you say welcome, but I mean, 
You've got no choice. How much oxygen have we got in this drink? No, no, we checked <laughs> I mean, the levels. It's, it's a little warm and I'm feeling a little uh, short of breath. Can people just suddenly, you know, I'm about to say, for those that just tuned in, we're doing a, it's a podcast, it's not a radio show, right? So it's time people shift- just tune in? It, no, they don't, Stephen. It's, it's, it's time shifting. Okay. So it's very hard for us to talk about the world by the time you're listening to this because yeah. the world might have changed completely. Dramatically. Australia yeah. may not be Australia as we know it by no. the time this is going no. out. Well, my, half the country's gone to New Zealand. <laughs> Am I right there? <laughs> now, Chris, so I saw a lovely show the other night, and it was a, a, a very, very caring specialist show on the ABC uh, about uh, dating uh, on the spectrum. You know, oh, yes, autism, I've, I've seen a bit of that. Some sweet stuff, some difficult stuff, you know, and you realise the trouble, let alone speed dating, when you're having troubles grasping with, you know, um, social skills and, you know, too forward, too backward, honesty, unfiltered, all that sort of stuff. But in sports, speed dating could be a winner. Well, it could be. Now, I think part of the issue with dating is understanding and reading signals, which, which to me... Um, In the modern world, yeah. it's hard. Which to me begs the question, have you ever done speed dating? When you start to tug at a girl's skirt, what's that called again? That's called make a sevo. Indecent annoyance. <laughs> indecent annoyance. But I then, love, That's a new one. <laughs> but it runs the risk of being upgraded to indecent assault with just a click of the fingers. Yes, yeah. exactly. But have you ever done... Don't sp- touch the skirt. Have you, have you ever done speed dating? Never. Let me explain the format yeah, okay. to you, Stephen. Right, right. You've got... Uh, essentially two rows. Yeah, going around. Yes, like if you like like the old uh, progressive barn dance or yes, something like yes, that. Yes, yes. So you might have uh, a row of candidates in a circular lineup and then uh, inside is another row and every ah, time the, the dinger goes off, yeah. which I've heard before, yeah. um, <laughs> you move to the next thing. So you've got maybe three minutes yeah, to, to sell yourself, to sell yourself yeah. introduce, see whether there's a spark, see whether there's some chemistry. I like us. Do you take turns? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to spell, sell myself and then you sell yourself and see how we go? Well, I think some of the people who speed date go, well, it's clearly it should be a 90 seconds each. Yeah. But if the person who opens up sort of doesn't observe that guy's too much talking, not interested in me. That might be a turn-off anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe someone who's a quiet Australian would rather their partner, i.e. Scott Morrison, do the talking for them. Yeah, because you get two quiet Australians, what do you got? Nothing. Right. Now, now sport is always looking to expand its markets, particularly when it's playing to empty stadiums and they're shutting it down. Yes. So the Western Sydney Wanderers, now this is a sport called football or soccer. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, They had a promotional opportunity coming up on the 4th of April. Did they? Speed dating. Speed dating right. for footy players with fans for fans. So they say oh, for... you don't want to miss the footy players and the fans, do we? That's so, dangerous territory, right? Because as if going to see the Western Sydney Wanderers at Bankwest Stadium wasn't entertainment enough. Exactly. They said we want to enhance your experience, yeah. pay a few extra shekels, yeah. turn up early, there'll be a few canapes, a few drinks, probably alcoholic. Hey, that's a winner, right? And the opportunity to speed date. Yeah. Unfortunately, things went a little bit. Do you have to sign some sort of form. No, I don't have a partner. No, I'm not married. Um, yes, this is my sexual preference. I have no diseases. <laughs> this was well. I think. Uh, I think no. No, you don't. No, you turn up. You just turn up. One, one big happy family, right? Turn up. Um, but here's uh, what happened. The Wanderers spokesman said the club had been specified for heterosexuals only, for uh, but it was open uh, that they could host a different night for mm-hmm. LGBTQI fans, mm-hmm. and they said from our research, probably having spoken to Edge Red, yeah. you know, at the NRL yeah. Data Jam. A singles night is often sexual orientation based. Right. Right. So I wasn't what, aware of gay, that. There's My, no gay speed dating. Well, you kidding me? Well, I think there's no. I think they're saying there is. Yeah. But generally, those events occur discreetly and not combined. Ah. Whereas. It was interesting. In my just speed dating experience, I was going in not really sure. Like cisgender, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was not really sure as to what the yeah. orientation of people were. That was part of the interest and the excitement. Right. Uh, they said it's a consistent theme across these events. We're attempting to give our audience clarity. No one is excluded. So 
you're welcome to come if you are LGBTQI, but be aware yeah. that this is meant to be for heterosexuals only. That yeah. doesn't make sense, Chris. I was about to say, there was rugby league being progressive, inclusive. The very nature of sports being inclusive means you just get what you get. Right. We're all in one. We're all in together. But this is soccer. They're clueless. Oh. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and, and as a result... So, uh, you're, you know, here you are, Chris, and up comes Jeremy. Yes, they don't just put the women on the inside, the men on the outside, for example, my, my first question. Well, I think that would have been the Wanderers' plan. Yes, yes. But they were, trying, no confusion. To, they were trying to make it clear that the people who were in those two queues yes. were But if a, if a gender fluid or a trans or, or, or you know gay person said, look, I want to be on that side, who's going to stop them? Well, I don't think anyone should or could. There are rules for this. And, and the, the promo was, come, come to the footy, mm. have a great day out, see a tremendous game, and leave with your dream date on your arm. Yes. And, you know, that you meant it speed dating. That's right. And if you don't, specify the orientation or the preference of the yeah. person, you might well leave with a dream date. You might get a hell of a surprise later on during the night. <laughs> you well so, you've been train spotting Begby style. But as in always, Rugby League has the last word about this issue. Oh, and yeah. who better than Jeff Toovey yeah, to just twos. draw a line under this issue? Tell me. Honestly, like, there's a big hoo-ha about two girls <laughs> kissing and the thing. Where are the two blokes kissing? <laughs> Progressive. Thank you, Toos. Or what? Yeah. yeah. And that tone too, it's convincing. Chris, this uh, this is interesting because my experience is when I go to footy and I yell, get him on side, ref, and all that sort of stuff, the last thing I'm thinking about is dating afterwards. Is that right? Is that right, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> that's, I'm not... that's why they had the dating event before the game. Before the game, right. Because so, you might choose to then go right. into the general admission because you, uh, you, you wouldn't ever spin for a right. grandstand ticket. Right. Take your dream date. Yeah. If we're talking dating, yes, we would talk intimacy. Yes, intimacy closeness, versus isolation. We're uh, isolated. Touching, we're not, yeah, right. feeling, hands out, forward. Neil Diamond, very much <laughs> in the news. You might remember that uh, unfortunate uh, ex lower grade Rabbitohs player who was playing in the English Super League and tested positive. Deserves for, whatever he gets, Chris. Tested positive for cocaine. Yeah, remember that? Yes, I do. And we talked and he came about up with an excuse, didn't he? He said, "I Legal uh, was in the company of a young woman that particular evening. Yes. We were back at uh, my place. Oh, that's right. He noticed the sniffing." He noticed a couple of things. Trips. She was very no. She was very chatty. Chatty. And she was going to the bathroom. Trips a lot. to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. And then he found a white powder. White powder. Which until he tested positive, hadn't occurred to him <laughs> that that white powder no. might have been cocaine. He thought it was like you know like makeup based. That's right. Yeah. And, and that she may have been consuming cocaine during yeah. the course. And of And just evening. generally chatty as by nature. Absolutely. Yeah. So when he said I've tested positive for this recreational drug and was yes. facing a two year ban from the Super League, he said, right. I didn't consume it. I was unaware it was there. But we did make out, we did kiss. Yes, yes. Now the cocaine sounds legitimate to me. Not according to the Super League, you got a two-year ban, right? Right. Based on medical evidence, right? But we've got a bit of an update here. Yes. James Payton, who's a big Fire Up fan, yes. has let us know that the cocaine kiss defence has been successful in the past. Has, whereabouts? Professional tennis player Richard Gasquet. Okay. Right. Don't know him. And he said, "I was in the company of a young woman. Yeah. We uh, kissed during the night. In fact, a lot of the evidence was the same." But there was one thing different between the Super League player and Gasquet and why Gasquet got off. Oh, yes, tell me. She was a supermodel. Right. And they go, well, of course. <laughs> Case closed. Look, residual, you know. Can be an issue. Can be an issue. We're living in a time now where you don't touch anything. Doorknobs, people, uh, you know, railings, anything at all. Chris. How about a selfie, Stephen? No, no, you know, no, no, no. High five. No. No. Bump. Can bump. We... Kadoom. Uh, uh, <laughs> that is... Shazam. Okay. <laughs> Done. Terrific. Now, uh, what about uh, the case of James Seguiaro? Chico. Yeah. Um, played for a number of clubs. I think yes. played for the Sharks for a dollar, didn't yeah. he, at one stage, Pat? They certainly know how to test the legal system, though, don't they? <laughs> Now, I, now and I'm a bit hazy on the facts because, let's face it, we don't do any research for this show. <laughs> but I think he might have tested positive for a steroid of some description. Yes. Now, Asada, 
a terrific organisation to start What was that phrase again? The darkest hour, the blackest time. The blackest day in Australian sport. Blackest day in Australia, yeah. I tell you, if they call off rugby league, that's the blackest day in Australian (laughs) sport. Anyway, remember David Gallup was just desperately trying to get off the stage. You know, you've been so embarrassed by the whole thing. Anyway, uh, Chico's tested positive for the stimulant, oh, the steroid. Uh, Asada's investigating. It's been going for five months and Sigiaro's desperate. And he's desperate because he wants a decision because his defense is that he was in shared accommodation. Yes, he had a flatmate. God forbid what happened. He's provided a statutory declaration from his flatmate who said, I consume the supplement. I'm not a rugby league player. Don't tell me. He doesn't do the dishes. <laughs> and the supplement. Yes. Siggy, he loves his smoothies, James, yes. right? The supplement apparently was being prepared into a uh, health drink. In a blender? Placed, in a blender. In a blender, a glass and blender. So steroid drink flatmate. Yes. Smoothie banana cigarro. Without washing. And he says, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Like the cocaine kiss is just residue. Of course. This is This is... I think, you know, close to reality. Right. And, and, and I, I think Sigara is entitled to an answer. Yep. I think Asada needs to get off their butts and do something about it. Yeah, yeah. But it does remind me, did you ever live in shared accommodation? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I still do in yeah. some sort of way. It's a good way to build up your immune system with the various bugs that float <laughs> around the building. Well, particularly if the likes of Newtown or Erskineville Absolutely, or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. 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 <laughs> Again, like the Shire. Oh, pits, the, dens. Corona cluster, we'll talk about this maybe in yeah, the next yeah, segment yeah. is, you know, at the hills. Of course, district. this wouldn't happen now because everybody would be washing thoroughly, well, you know. Isn't hand sanitizer the curse? Oh, I mean, apparently no. hand sanitizer is going to be all over Bankwest Stadium. It just doesn't feel right no, to me. No. But I used to live in Newtown, shared yeah. accommodation. We had a blender, and yeah. I, I enjoyed the odd smoothie myself. Yeah. Right? And I tell you, I'd make myself a morning smoothie, and I would sail through the day. Yeah. Sail through the day, would you? Discovered three months later that my uh, flatmate was cooking methanine. Methamphetamine, yeah. of course. Without that. <laughs> Free James Cigarro. Free micro, Microdosing. You were getting average dosing, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Great. We'll be back in a minute. You may sometimes act like a tool, but Chris Gale's talent can never be questioned. We're back. Chris. We're still here. We're still in the bunker. Uh, the rugby league will not die. It is the great survivor. We know that in the evolutionary history of mankind and bugs, rugby league will still be played. And it will be played even if to nobody uh, will be there watching it. And we've got the TV set up here for tonight's Townsville game. Yes. yes. Uh, the Country Bank of Queensland or some we such must learn stadium. That. I know the Smiles other, are gone. The, I know the other stadium was called 1300 Miles of Smile Stadium. Took a while, didn't it, though? I get better down. Now yeah. I've got to learn it. Now. I think they call it Taylor Oval right. now or something. It's called Val Holmes. That'll do us. Now, uh, just on other things, Chris, because I know you have a life outside of this. I uh, do. You are, are an incessant uh, music event goer. Yes. Festivals, shows, uh, DJ performances. Um, I believe you've got uh, an international known DJ coming to your house to play soon. Not, you know. Me. <laughs> ah, I've just got a memory blade. You know, is it LCD playing at my house? Dark punk. Dark punk. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> How can I forget that? Well, I Who tell have you, what, you got? <laughs> if Dark Punk played in your house, you're unlikely to forget it. No, no, and no. they're well protected. <laughs> That's right. No, I was going to Coachella, Stephen, and you may not have heard this, but it's been postponed. I have heard that. <laughs> not, yeah. Thankfully, the first two weeks of October, yeah. very, very thoughtful. They were originally going to do the second half of September. Yeah. I got on the phone of the organisers, yeah, just... and I said, "Come on, yeah. grand final," yeah. and they moved it. They moved it. So we're having a house party yeah. uh, of the, I think, the Easter weekend. I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I won't give away the address. Don't the address, because please. Of, no. you know. 
but uh, it's in Willoughby. And uh, Hayden James will be playing there. Hayden James, and he was going to play Coachella. Future classic artist, yeah, exactly. Yes. Future classic recording artist Hayden James. If if they're going to cancel Coachella, we're better to go to the, than uh, Maison Gale, right? Let's call it Maison Salir and okay. others. Yeah. Uh, so so we're bringing that in would be part. So it's a bit of an equivalent of having like ten fans over doing Seaford Oval 1982 or Leichhardt 77. It'll doing be the banana and the monkey. It'll be happening, and there'll be TPs and beautiful people. <laughs> Fantastic. And, you know, um, experiences. Yeah. Can and we throw a bit of Burning Man in, maybe? Well-being. There'll be a bit of Burning Man. Health spas. <laughs> and you know what will be in every room? Uh, Brad Pitt? No, hand sanitizer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you talk about the world of entertainment. We're both yeah. part of it, yes. Steve. What have you seen this week? Well, last week, uh, on the Friday night, I went out and saw at the Enmore Theatre Hot Chip. Wow. I was there with producer Pat. Yes. I thought had a really good time. Yeah. And was, a really good time. <laughs> it was engaging in the company of others. And he yeah. turned to me and he goes, this is the best live band in the world. <laughs> and, and Bernard Zoll, who sometimes I agree with, sometimes I disagree yeah. what did he with. What Dad Rock personified. They really... Dad Rock personified? I, I, I think That's hot, lazy, isn't the, it, Chris? I don't know. The hot, the hot chip guys are not worried about how they're... Perceived, looking. no. They just put on a yeah. cracking show. That sounds great. Absolutely cracking yeah. show. Yeah. So it was tough the next day because I had to do the comparison. I went out to the centre of the Corona Cluster and saw Elton John, who I know you're not that you're not really taken with Elton John. Look, I had an experience with Elton John. Can I tell you this? I'd love to I hear it. I don't think I'll break any contract because I think we signed with Kerry Packer for a five-year silence. It could be forever. Uh, James Packer's wedding. Right. Worked on that. Well, hang on. Which one? The first one. Right. <laughs> uh, the biggest event ever in Australian event history, Chris. Uh, private. Uh, he enlisted um, Elton John as entertainment, as you do when you're worth a bundle. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, big figures were banded around. They built the whole sort of staging setup for him. Uh, Elton John, you know, I wouldn't say he's as hubristic as uh, Todd Greenberg is uh, accused of being or as arrogant, but he decided that nobody could go to the bar while he was performing. Now, you can imagine, like, you think that top 100 in today's Telegraph, Movers and Shakers, that's nothing compared to what was a Packers wedding. Right. We're talking about across the country. Right, glitterati. Top le- leaders from everything. International. Right? Yeah. You let a bomb off, Australia grinds to a halt. Trump? See there? No, he wasn't. No. Okay. Uh, so that didn't go down too well, and I was on the Wanda, I have to say. Uh, so yeah. you were there as well. You were part of the entertainment. Me and Kate Munro. Right. Well, I love Kate Munro. Hello. I, uh, I we, went to we, two we were doing tag teaming recently. at the end there because we both wanted to stick. Well, we had to stick around basically. Yeah. Uh, Barnsley wasn't getting paid, but he jumped the stage anyway. Okay. Human nature, of course, were put on the bill. Wow. You know, riveting stuff. Uh, so and Elton was in band mode or piano man? Uh, yeah, small band. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, was he? I think no piano because it was and, pretty empty. And if someone did. Go to the bar. What happened? Well, Kerry Ann Kenley tried. Had a great argument with someone who said no. The big man says no, no, and she kept arguing. Well, it's funny to say that because there are twenty six thousand at Bankwest Stadium. Yeah, and the could same, get a drink. Two hours forty minutes. You were not allowed to go to the bar. It oh, really, it really was. Really? Because during um, Chisel, bar open all night long. Well, there you go. No cues. It's just Elton's there consistent. There you go. You see. And of course, Elton wreaked havoc on Bankwest Stadium. I mean, to yeah. get the game ready for last. Last night, as we were recording, platforms. When you dig those platforms out and take them out on that uh, oval, well, I was partly responsible. No good. Because I I went to the bit where Mitchell Moses scored that length of the field try against the Tigers in the stadium opener, just ripped it up. Did you just? Yeah, yeah, just scarred it. I think I saw that slip last night. (laughs) But I tell you, I, I I mean, I'm not the world's greatest Elton John fan, but there's obviously there's. He's written some great songs. I, I. do accept that. And as he points out, it's unusual. Like Bernie Taupin writes the lyrics and then Elton writes the music to it. It's not what you call credible, is it? But it's it's but it's it's Americana writ large. And and when yeah. you see it live and the band was at its strength, and dare I say the concert took off when it's once he played Rocket Man. Yes. And uh that the band when they jammed, you they he's an American music artist. He's Can not I just British. say that every single English act 
All they want is success in America. Yeah. From the, from the Beatles even further back. It's all they want. Once they And they turn, generally speaking, I mean, the Beatles obviously started imitating as the Stones did, but the Stones got more American. Than the country stylings. Well, that was the music that inspired them, the, yeah. the blues. And, but then and, they just want to conquer and be yeah. part of America, don't they? And Bernie Taupin was just obsessed yeah. with the iconography of the Wild, wild yeah. West, and it just infuses the music. Yeah. And Bowie was clever enough to go, let's do Americana, and then let's not. <laughs> and you're probably pleased to hear that uh, Nikita was just confined to a little uh, tune during, during a, a right. broad piano piece. Don't go breaking my heart. I don't mind that. It's good. That pop. was the exit music. There you go. Yeah, out you go. Kiki, Kiki D was came out of this country a few months ago, and there wasn't enough interest, and they had to cancel. Oh, that's sad, that's isn't terrible. it? But you know what I did? Mm. I parked away from Parramatta Leagues Club because yeah. we went to Parramatta Leagues Club for a drink beforehand. What a nightmare! <laughs> If Peter Sterling is listening, yeah. Sterlo Sports Bar, get your name taken off at Sterlo. Yeah, yeah. There was one bar. Yeah. There was a 25-minute queue for a beer. They well, couldn't how many bar stuff? One or two? Three. Three. One taking the order. Yeah. One pouring yeah, the beers and one yeah. doing the mixes. Yeah. And, I mean, the sports bar, they've just thrown up, you know, like an Ali poster from yeah, yeah, Muhammad yeah. Ali and an yeah. old baseball yeah. poster. There's not even a picture of Sterlo in Sterlo's Sports Bar. It's, it's a disgrace. Business model. Look ahead. How many, how many do we expect to come tonight? Oh, an extra 400 people. Get Put your staff on that you're paying lowest dollar. And forget about the bistro. Like, there was yeah. no chance. Anyway, so I parked away from the stadium, Steve. Right. You know why? Because I wanted to get, the get civ- out. to get to the Civic Underground in time. The Civic Underground. What a place. To, that's, a, that's not a place I've actually worked at for quite a long while. But Except last Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine the bizarre? <laughs> Except last Saturday. How did you know that? Because you were there. <laughs> it was that. Wow. Well, uh, what did you see there? Well, the, the Ferris brothers and Mark Dynamics mm. came together and mm. a Ferris nephew? Nephew, yeah, yeah. Cousin's son. Yeah. In a glittering tribute to the 88, 88 to 92 period of house music yeah. in Jack the House. Yeah, yeah. Now, short of a mirror ball, we had lasers, we had smoke and we had strobes. Brilliant. Not bad, eh? You were fantastic. Thank you very much. When you played Yaz and Colcutt doing <laughs> The Only Way Is Up, yeah. I, I thought... Actually, Not a difficult choice, that I one. I thought that was a good cue for me to go to the upstairs bar, but no, it, it, was, it was absolutely terrific. Yes. Pee-wee was there. Yeah. Um, uh, John. John, yes. Mark Dynamics and Ben. And Ben, that's right, yeah. And we were sharing a drink afterwards and a, and a girl came up to it and said, I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> you... I saw you supporting AHA in 1985 and Flotsam Jetsam and I was in love with you at the age of 14. How can somebody straddle those fields, Chris? It's incredible. Amazing stuff. I don't know how. Automatic. And, and what have you got uh, coming up, Stephen? I, sorry? What have you got coming up musically? Coming up, a lot of stuff. Uh, I've got uh, I, FBI, of course, uh, which is the, the, what, do we call it the mothership? Yes. The Mothership. Uh, I do a show called Sold Out and we go live at Dolo Bar, Gold Coin Donation, 22nd, which is next. If you can get out of your bunker. I won't be able to be there because yeah. I'll be at uh, West Tigers versus Newcastle Knights. But like, what be- if they don't let you in like they're promising? No, <laughs> but it's, it's well, there may not be a game. That's a good point. That's true. Uh, maybe you won't be on. No, maybe. hang on, hang on. It's, it's gatherings of more than a hundred. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. But. Uh, <laughs> I've seen you there. Uh, my friends Jay Katz and Miss Death used to do Viva La Vinyl there. Yes, they've they moved on. To Kinsella's. Straight into Kinsella's. Fantastic. Yes. Seductive sound. Straight so that's in, great yeah, news. But yeah. Sold Out is a great event. Yes. We've got MC Mirror. Right. Uh, who works with Elfresh the Line and others. So. Oh, Elfresh the Line. My, my daughter yeah. produced one of his videos. Wow, there no, you no, go. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mirror's great talent, and DJ Sunny will be my guest. That sounds great. Uh, and I think, oh, no, I'm doing it uh, the, the week after. I've been asked to join a night at the Gladstone called, uh, well, it's, it's, it's to celebrate the music of uh, Mancuso, who was the, one of the great Italian DJs in New York City. Yes, yes. Famous for The Loft. The Loft. Uh, the idea is quality sound. David Mancuso. Yeah, memory. that's right. Beautiful sort of what I would call classic dance music, you know, disco. Uh, doing a spot there. Can I come along? You can come along. You can come to the house party. Okay. You, you and I have never DJ together. Do it together then. With future classic recording artist Hayden Bump. James. <laughs> and I, 
for completeness sake, tonight I'm off to the darkness, yes. hopefully, at the Enmore. At the Enmore? The, oh, the darkness, the band, not South Sydney. Yeah, their latest <laughs> album called... Uh, the Roosters. Yeah, <laughs> their, their latest album is called Pine With Smiles. I love the darkness. Probably... Probably the standout track is called Rack of Glam. Rack of Glam is a killer the title, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And not tomorrow night, lamb. tomorrow night, believe it or not, co-creator of Live Aid, Midjure. Really? Metro Theatre. Uh, what tracks? Any Ultravox? They're actually doing, because he was in bands like Slick and yes. uh, Thin Lizzy, and yeah. then when John Fox left Ultravox after three Stepped albums, in. after Systems of Romance, all three he's, um, Ultravox albums career, are great. Isn't he? Midge comes in, first the album they do, Vienna, yeah, yeah. and they're going to do it start to finish. Sleepwalk, all that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you really share the same drum pattern as uh, You're the Voice, doesn't it? Is that right? <laughs> and you know what, Stephen? <laughs> It'll be a great night, but it means nothing to, to me. me. Yeah, there'll be plenty of smoke, though. <laughs> and brewing curtains. And one last thing, I think uh, uh, one of our media team have come up with, Anthony Mundine's got the final word. This whole COVID-20, big farmer. You're referring to Nick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he, he and Truck are mates. Yeah. And what do you think? Do you think that what we are in right now is a big, big farmer conspiracy? Yeah, without doubt, Chris. Let's get out Someone's of this. Someone's making some bucks here. Let's get out of the All bucket, right. Stephen. Let's go quiet. See Into the night. Bye-bye. <laughs>